Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, here with a name you know. And if you don't, you're going to know her soon. You've seen her on SmackDown. You've seen her on AEW. And we can report here at Fightful, you're going to see her March 25th live on IWTV. Limitless Wrestling's Reasonable Doubt. She's taken on Rachel Ellering, Impact Wrestling veteran. We got Becca. No longer basic Becca. No. You, you, <laughs> have, you have since evolved. You have a three in your name. Like... You, you, oh yeah you've stepped Don't up <laughs> tell me about the evolution from basic becca to the becca that we, we see here today yeah lots of evolution um you know my time as basic becca was brief but people still bring it up all the time so i guess <laughs> it's a great name <laughs> um yeah i think when i started it was like funny um it, I don't know. I guess, like, as I've evolved, it's always felt, like, kind of, like, true to who I was at the time. Um, so it's kind of funny. Like, I wore Uggs and, you know, it was basic. And then I got, like, really into the whole, like, Visco girl scene. Like, I was totally a Visco girl. Oh, yeah. I still have so many scrunchies and, like, tie-dye shirts. And, like, I, like, have, like, the water bottles. The the I still use, like, metal straws. Like, it's... I had a Visco Girl era, and so I was like, Visco Girl, Scrunchy Squad, Becca. Um, that was a thing for a then, hot six months, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was a, it was a fun time. Um, yeah, that was like, it, yeah. I remember, I remember one of my wife's students walked up to her once, and she goes, Mrs. Sapp, are you a Visco Girl? And she's like, what? <laughs> what? What does that mean? She had to Google it. <laughs> And I never forgot that. And I was like, what the hell is it? This is the first yeah. time I've heard it referenced since then. Tell, maybe educate the people. What is a Visco girl? Okay, Visco, it's V-S-C-O. Yes. It um, was an app, or it is an app. It's still an app. Um, that, like, became popular for, like, video editing. But it also had, like, a um, its own little, like, feed. So you could just, like, browse the app. Um, but yeah, it kind of like popularized this like aesthetic, um, this like pastel, like colorful, as like, yeah, aesthetic. Um, and with that kind of came this whole like kind of way to dress and this like, I don't know, like eco-friendly mindset. <laughs> um, so yeah, like the Birkenstocks, I actually never owned Birkenstocks. So it's one thing I never <laughs> did. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Birkenstocks and then like um, the like 
that are like cheerleader shorts with like a baggy uh like tie-dye t-shirt and then tons of scrunchies um so yeah that was like the the look we're educating here people here on fightful like that's what we're here for i love that like we've got the transition from basic becca to what we saw on smackdown when you face lacey evans to oh yeah you're gonna face matt tremont in a in a weapons (laughs) match uh Tell me yeah. what was what was that experience like for you? What, were you prepared for it? Were you intimidated going in? Was it like ah, another day at the office? Uh, I guess kind of all of the above. I mean, I was kind of like, I don't know. I was joking around with some people after the match. Like, um, I've only had two hardcore matches, and they're <laughs> they've both been fans bring the weapons matches, which is like more two more fans bring the weapons matches than 95% of wrestlers. Um, So it was kind of a unique experience, I guess. Um, But yeah, it's an interesting type of match. And my first experience with it was with Alec Price at um, Beyond. And honestly, it was so much fun. I think, I don't know. I was mostly just excited because with those matches, they... I don't know. It's just so cool seeing what fans bring, like what, and the fact that like people take time to like make stuff and bring it. I don't know. It's just something really cool about it. So I was mostly excited. Um, and obviously I know Matt Tremont's work, so I was yeah. really excited to to get to work with him. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It was kind of funny the whole like thing with the guitar. Um, someone brought this guitar that they like covered in thumbtacks, and I just so happened I was like gonna do this like red leather look uh and yeah it was just like a crazy coincidence but how is that pitch to you like how do they approach you and say yeah we want you to face him in a a bring your own weapons match or fans bring their (laughs) weapons match um yeah he actually um talked to me uh after seeing my match with akira at beyond i love akira Um, yeah so he, so Matt uh, saw that and was like, yeah, do you want to, do you want to fight me? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like, again, I, I, you won that match, by the way, you won it, uh, which, yes. which is incredible, but you've been a little bit of everywhere of late. You popped up in MLW. Uh, how, how did that, how, how did that come about? Are you looking to do more stuff with them or was it sort of a, just a, one-time thing for for the time being um no i'm definitely uh looking to go back to mlw i had a great experience there um yeah definitely i think um i i don't know if it was like supposed to be a one-off thing or not but i'm hoping that uh i'll I'll get to go back because yeah i had a great time and it's really cool they're they're like bringing in a lot of women right now um, I saw like Billy Starks has been there, Trisha Dora has been there, Delmi obviously. Um, yeah, Russell signed Trump. there. Yeah, um, just signed there, and uh, so it's cool to see like a lot of women who are on the Indies right now appearing there. So I hope to be back. Another woman who's, who's sort of making her way back through the Indies after leaving NXT, Notorious Mimi. Now of late. I know you've beaten her. She's beaten you. Yeah. You all teamed a couple years ago as well. So you guys have have already experienced like this 
broad array of things against each other. And it seems like you all are, are meeting each other at a very unique time in your careers where people are going to look back and be like, man, they did some incredible work together long before. What, what has that been like? It's been great. I have really enjoyed working with Mimi. I feel like um, we mesh really well in the ring and outside of the ring too. Um, just like a really lovely person. So yeah, it's been great. Um, I know we only encountered each other, you know, a few times before she went to NXT it, uh, in that tag, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, we've been seeing each other a lot lately and hopefully more in the future. So yeah, I think we're, we're owed, um, oh, what do you call it? Rubber match. Rubber match. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mentioned that the WWE appearance that was you know that that obviously exposes you to a whole lot of people. Uh, how did that come about? And and please walk me through that experience because I'm always fascinated by these because sometimes you'll go there, you'll get a lot of great, incredible feedback. Sometimes they'll be like, "Thanks, see you later." Uh, but <laughs> I mean, this one was you know you had a, a a different name. You're in there working on the biggest wrestling show in the world at the point like like I'm so fascinated to find out about all of this yeah it was really exciting um yeah I, I was brought in just same as how I was um to work uh when I did this segment on raw um just to do extra work and um got the opportunity to work with Lacey Evans uh which was really cool and yeah I, I don't know it was just kind of a whirlwind I was yeah, it was exciting. And then um, everyone was really great. I got I got some great feedback. And uh, just being a part of it was a really incredible experience. I've never wrestled like live on TV before. So that was like my first live TV experience. How, um, how did you feel that, that you did there? Like if you were assessing your own fun. performance? I think it was fun. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the feedback I saw just like even on the internet, like people really liked the kind of contrast in um, aesthetic between yeah. me and Lacey, which I think was fun just visually even uh, in the match. So it seemed like people enjoyed watching it. And that's what I care about, honestly. So. You said she complimented your look backstage. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. what is that? Because I, mean, I mean, the character that we see on screen does not hand out compliments ever. <laughs> I don't know if it was meant to be a compliment, really. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Uh, the name, who who gave you the name? Did you even know the name when you went out? Um, Not in its entirety like that. Okay. No, I did it. Because oh, uh, there, there are lots of people that I talk to. They're like, I had no no idea what they were going to call me. I was just like, let me get this rep in. Let me do my job. Let me let me do the thing. But, I mean, people have seen you on AEW multiple times as well. And, I mean, I know that that's – AEW brings in unsigned talent far more often than, than WDB does. But you've had, again, just over a good amount of time, like a, a little over a year between your – some of your appearances, but you've had tag matches, singles matches. You've worked with Athena, with Nyla Rose, with Chris. Like you've worked a wide array of, of people there. I know Layla and Red Velvet. Layla, hopefully on the mend, coming back soon. How have those experiences been for you? And you did you get any feedback either in AEW or in WWE about about how you did? 
Yeah, I, I mean, lots of feedback. There's always people backstage who um, are giving constructive, constructive uh, criticism and feedback and all that, which is really helpful and uh, I really appreciate it. And yeah, I think every experience I've had has been like that, um, which has been really great. Um, yeah, every time I've been to AW was, uh, has been a great experience. I my first time there was like my first time wrestling in front of, you know, thousands of people. Um, and yeah, it, it was, you know, definitely, I was definitely very intimidated. That was back in my scrunchy squad era, uh, too. So not, not so recent. Um, and yeah, it was, it was nice to be so nervous and have such a supportive environment. Um, and yeah, I'm very appreciative. Was there anybody like specifically maybe in WWE or AEW that you looked at and you're like, okay, they gave me some very, very useful advice that I'm going to carry with me. Obviously you're going to get great advice all over the place, but I mean, was there anything that specifically stuck out where you're carrying that with you forever? Uh, I can't think of any like specific advice, but someone did just ask me like, oh, who is helpful or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And then I thought about it later. So I actually have a, a name, Layla Hirsch. Um, She's wonderful. Wonderful. Um, super helpful. And just anytime I have a question, you know, uh, about what I should do or, or just any general advice, um, she's always willing to help. And, you know, she came from the New England independence herself um so it, it's really cool to have someone who's kind of like gone through this scene and then gone on to such a big platform and she's such a star um that I'm really yeah grateful to know her and and to have her you know backstage when I was getting those opportunities um it's like you know a, it's like a relief but like reassuring yeah you're like you know, you know there's somebody there who's like watching who's going to tell you if you you know mess up or they're going to tell you if you do a good job they're going to be honest with you um and they're there to like make you better um and so i appreciate that a lot was there anybody like early on in your career that you faced because i i see this a, a lot more with women's wrestling too like a lot of times when some women are getting start started off they'll be put in a match with somebody who's been on tv or somebody who's got this wealth of experience which is obviously integral and important and and so valuable to somebody's career but was there a time early on when you're like oh damn this is happening yeah <laughs> um you know what's crazy i was so lucky like one of my first matches was against anthony green oh he's um, great so lit he's so good like incredible and um yeah that was at the pandemic at the dojo tapings for limitless so yeah. it was like maybe i had had less than 10 singles matches at the time um and that was definitely like wow look looking back i'm like i can't believe i had that match um <laughs> and then i got to wrestle him like several more times like chaotic wrestling um limitless wrestling and so on so yeah He's like, he's in his 20s, and I could see a wrestling company being like, yeah, we want you to come in and be an agent for us, too. Like, I could fully see that. He's got a very, very brilliant, smart mind as far as wrestling and psychology, and he he can do, like, everything. He can do a little bit of every style, like serious comedy, like 
ground based, high flying. He's he's very versatile as a performer. So I'm I'm glad to hear you say that. Here's an important question: Who are your top five 2000s pop stars? Whoa. I know it's super That's super good. relevant. It's 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 topical. <laughs> the the segue the transition was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean you got to say Britney. Come do on, you, do you have to? You have to. Oh, so influential, so great. I I'm gonna say Britney. Influential uh, for sure, absolutely. Oh yeah. Let's see, Britney. Um, I'm gonna say Beyonce. Oh. Another influential one. I love, I love Beyonce. I'm hoping to see her live this year. Hopefully. Oh man. Yeah. Um, shoot. You have to go on like a world tour yourself to, to finance that. Those tickets are going to be insane. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll figure it out. It'll be good. It will be good. <laughs> I, I think it'll be worth it. Like, I mean, obviously something like that, if it's in your mind, Maybe I should go to that. Then you should definitely go to that because you never know. Yeah. I remember like 10 years ago, Blink-182 went on tour and I was like, you know what? I'll catch him next time. And then they split forever. So now I'm like, okay, this year, now that they're back together, I got to do it. Got to yeah. do it. No, I, I feel like it's one of those things where you don't realize how like how much fun it will be. You're just like, oh, whatever. I'll get it yeah. next time. But there's no next time. There's you have no to go now. There's yeah. no next time. There's a, there's a lot of <laughs> egos at play there that that could could possibly, you know, just come crashing down and affect everything. Yeah. Well, we mentioned... Um, yeah, yeah, like... Oh, sorry. No, I, I was like, going to keep going. But... No, no, yeah, I do. I do want to keep going. You mentioned Britney and Beyonce. Yeah. I'm going to say Rihanna. Oh, that's a good um, one. Love Rihanna. Uh... Almost wild for me to think of her as a 2000s pop star, but she is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was so young when she started. I know. She was like 18 or 19. Yeah. It's crazy. Still putting um, out bangers. Yeah. When Stefani. Oh, that's, and... a, that's an underrated one right there. Because yeah. she, like, you could, if you said 90s and you mentioned her, then yeah, of course, you could go with that too. Like she had an incredible run, a wonderful transition from a band to solo as well. Yeah. I'm more interested to see who doesn't make the cut. I know. I'm like, I don't want to. Cause like, like anytime I put over like two or three wrestlers on social media, somebody will don't forget this person every time. Yeah. And I'm like, this oh. wasn't about them. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the internet. So That's some, so like when when this video goes live, I'm gonna like tweet Akon and be like, "See, she hates you. She didn't mention you." Man, I know. I'm like thinking of like a few different names. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect 
on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Uh, Somebody's getting snubbed. Man. You, you got the whole cast of, of the Lady Marmalade video that, I, that I even, haven't even hit yet. Somebody's <laughs> going to be mad. Okay, maybe this is like controversial. Maybe Ciara. That's not controversial. No. Okay. I think so. I think I think her contributions are greatly understated, and like maybe yeah. she didn't get as much publicity as everybody else. But I mean, like she had some slappers too. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. had some good ones. You know what? I'm satisfied with that one. I think that's a good one. Yeah, I, I'm pretty satisfied by that list. I don't think that's too controversial or anything. We mentioned, though, back to wrestling, as much as I enjoyed that. Rachel Ellering, Limitless Wrestling, Reasonable Doubt, March 25th. What are you looking forward to? Have you, have you been in the ring with Rachel before? Oh, first, I haven't. First no, time. I haven't. Yeah, first time. And um, she's someone that I watched, like, when I was training. So, a lot. Like, I watched her a lot when I was, like, before I even started on shows. Um, so, I'm pretty excited. It's like, uh, you know, dream match. Now, uh, when when you see Rachel Ellering, she's back, obviously, on the independent scene. She had been an impact for a while, too. Like, is that something where you'll, you'll pick somebody's brain about maybe even wrestling on TV? Or is it one of those things where you're sort of learning as you're in the ring? Because Limitless obviously has a different televised presence than, than most companies, and they handle their production a different way. Yeah, that's a great question. I think it's kind of both because I think, um, I mean, as much as you like can ask someone questions and get answers, um, it's not quite the same as like really being in the ring with them in that scenario. Um, and yeah, so I think it's kind of both, but I'm I'm hoping definitely to pick her brain because um, yeah, so much experience. Reminder, guys, Limitless Wrestling, Reasonable Doubt, March 25th on IWTV. You'll be able to see that one. Had you ever, during your career, made it to a booking and been like, shit, I don't have a scrunchie? <laughs> uh, I don't think. Maybe maybe uh, I don't have a scrunchie that matches my okay. gear. Brought. Yeah, but I've always had a scrunchie. Uh, I have so many of them. And they're everywhere in my house, in my car, uh, in my gear bag. Um, yeah, it's more hair ties that yeah. I like forget. Oh, um, I, I yeah. grew, I, for like maybe two years, I grew out my hair and I had long hair. I would say for probably about a year before I donated it. 
and oh, wow. never wanted long hair, didn't want to keep it. I was doing it just to donate it. I'm still finding like in my travel bags or my my luggage hair ties from back then that have just made their way or like when we're moving from house to house, I find like six of them underneath like the couch or something and I ain't putting those I would never put those things <laughs> back on, not if they've been under the couch forever. But I mean, like, th- there's always the reserves. You think you got none, and then all of a sudden you find like six or seven. Yeah, that's how it is with the scrunchies. Definitely. I don't miss the hair. I was like, I had never had long hair, so I was rolling it up in windows and stuff, like not knowing what to do. I'd just be driving down the road, and I'm like, this this wind is too much, and then I'd be stuck in the window because I never dealt with that before. I didn't have to. I yeah. didn't live a life with long hair where it's, it's just a pain. It is a pain. It yeah. is the, the headaches are horrible. It hurts. It does. Yeah. It hurts a lot. So when that came off, like the awesome Kong cut it off with a hook knife. I was running around looking like Bailey for like a solid day before I got a real haircut. And I was just like, damn, at least at least my head's lighter. That's all I needed. I, I was not used to it. And then I would overcompensate when I tied my hair. So I would tie it way too tight. And that hurt too. Oh yeah. It sucks. It's and this is making me want to shave my head. It's like the only weapon anybody should have brought for the the Tremont match would have been hair ties. If he if he just tied your hair like really tight, it would oh, have been a, yeah. that's a tap out. He didn't know. He hasn't had the long hair. That's good for the next my next fans bring the weapons match. That I'm sure someone will book in a few months. I want to see where one where people just bring like really really kind weapons like. Instead of thumbtacks, somebody brings you like a handful of gummy bears to shove in somebody's mouth and then kick or like maybe a nice memory foam pillow or something like that. I want to see the audience take your health into consideration. I don't think at, well, maybe there's, maybe Limitless might be one of the few places people would actually do that for me. I think other places, no. (laughs) Like somebody brings a Snuggie and and the other person just tucks you in. Like they're very concerned about the well-being of the people that are putting their lives on the line (laughs) every single week to entertain them. (sighs) I'm also fascinated. You wrestled Lufisto, who's one of my favorite performers ever, period, and made incredible contributions to wrestling. Like – I'm I'm always interested to find out like what people learn from things like that. And you never know what it is. Sometimes you don't know until months later even. But what was that experience like for you? It was great working with uh, Lufisto. That was another kind of like dream match um, of mine. So I was really grateful uh, to have that opportunity. And yeah, I mean, she's, she's awesome. She, um, yeah, she kicks ass. So we kind of just went for it in the ring. I think, that was an experience of itself um, to just be in there with someone and you're just going, you're just fighting like that. I don't know. That's what the match was for me at least. Yeah. And I really liked it. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm also interested, like as we start off 2023, where do you see yourself at the end of 2023? Oh man. Good question. I feel like a lot has happened already. It's only, uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's a good start of the year. It's unpredictable. You know, it's um, this time last year I was injured. Did not see that coming. Um, And 
I don't know. Yeah, it's a very unpredictable world, but there's definitely some things I would like to achieve. Um, I I have like, you know, every year I make a list of goals and one of my goals was to work for MLW, which I did, um, which is awesome. Um, Wanted to go back to the UK and Europe, which I'm doing um, next week for um, WXW 16 Carat and uh, Pro Wrestling Eve. Um, and a few other things that uh, haven't been announced yet. Um, but yeah, really excited for that. I uh, really like to work in Japan. There's so many people coming and going right now. Uh, awesome women's talents. Um, and I'd really love to get in on that because it's really awesome wrestling happening right now. A lot more um, coming stateside too. Like New Japan yeah. is opening up a lot of opportunities as well. Yeah, it's really exciting. And um I'm I'm hoping to yeah to get in on that um working WrestleMania weekend um that's another goal of mine and from there really just you know keep on going doing new things fighting new people um just causing mayhem and uh doing what I do Who doesn't love some mayhem? Right. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, now we've also seen as as we wrap up, we like especially on Instagram. You're so good at displaying your personality, like which seems like a, a nice mix of contrast and playing off of how you really are, like just in this interview. But I love how much you turn it up on social media. Like, what are some of the aspects that that you look to fine tune and that you've really zeroed in on to to set yourself apart in that regard? Because I mean, you're, you're promoting just by being what you are on social media. You're constantly adding interest to every upcoming booking and match that you have. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's a nice thing to say. I think honestly, uh, a lot of it's just kind of genuine. Um, like I get really excited about opportunities that I have and, uh, I want everyone else to be excited about it too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I just, you know, I'm trying to like, share that um i think also like wrestling is one of those weird things where you know there's like so many different platforms um there's so many places to watch wrestling so many places to hear about where wrestling is happening um that a lot of times things just kind of get lost um in the shuffle and i've had people say like oh i didn't even know you were on that show or whatever that card and you know that's something i never want like i want everyone to know what's going on all the time if they can um because there is a lot happening in indie wrestling and um and on tv and there's just so many there's so much wrestling to watch right now a lot. and if like you know if i can make someone like be interested in watching something that i'm on out of like all the things that they could choose to watch um that's really flattering and exciting for me so i'm gonna try to do that <laughs> And finally, before we wrap up, how how do you feel physically? I mean, you had mentioned your injury. I know you missed several months last year. Uh, how are you feeling physically? Because some of those things kind of linger. But especially with the nature of what you do, I mean, anything can be aggravated. You can kind of favor things. Then when you favor things, it can make the other side worse. Like there, It's a domino effect a lot of times. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely, before my injury, was like, very 
much into more of like weightlifting, CrossFit, uh, training, et cetera, which I still do. Um, but yeah, when my injury happened, I was pretty bummed. I was like, I can't lift. I can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. I got really into running. Cause it was kind of the only thing I could really like do. And I could lift a little bit, you know, as you're recovering, um, and you know, like some lower body stuff. Um, but you can't really push yourself. And I, I really like to always kind of like push myself in, in some, some aspect of my training. Um, so I kind of focused on running, which I had never really done before. Got really into it. Uh, I ran a 10k, which was great. Hell yeah! And coming out of my injury, I honestly felt really good. Um, my first few times back in the ring, I was definitely, you know, I've been training and and so on, but it's different than being, you know, live in the ring in a match. Um, and I was lucky, you know, I made my return um, after my injury at Limitless um, in a uh, six man. I was with MSP and working with them. You know, they're they protected me and made sure I was comfortable. They're just love MSB. They're great. Um, so that was great. And coming back, I, yeah, I definitely was like a little nervous at first. And then I think I just kind of was like, oh no, I got this. Like, yeah. I think I'm actually uh, faster. Um, maybe not in terms of like the actual amount I could lift right after my injury stronger. Functional but... strength. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But also there's a lot of like small muscles that you build up when you're doing things that aren't lifting heavy weights. Um, and so getting to work on that kind of strength was also great. I got to work on my flexibility. I got to just do, just kind of expand my uh, like athletic training um, kind of forced me to, but I think it was good because now, I think like where I am now, I don't think about my injury at all. It's a, it's not something that I really like. There, there's no, I think I'm actually like more mobile than I was before mm -hmm. um, because I did so much mobility training, um, so much like, you know, gymnastics training and flexibility training and so on. So honestly, I think I kind of ended up being a positive in terms of like my physical health um because it kind of forced me to do to try new things and do things that I never thought I would do or didn't feel, think I had the time to do um and when you're injured and you can't wrestle anymore you have infinite time yeah. so <laughs> it kind of worked out well, we're so glad to see you back of course check out uh, Becca against Rachel Ellering in March on IWTV Becca, thank you so much hopefully this is the first of many times that we're doing interviews together I I feel like I feel like you're probably not going away anytime soon. So the first of many, I hope. Yes, I hope so too. Thank you so much. Until next time, guys, we're out. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes my browsing experience better. Way better than yours if you don't use it. Why? Because I can block online trackers. I can block annoying pop-up ads and malware. I can browse safely, securely, wherever I am, even if I'm right here on all my devices. This laptop, actually, this is a desktop. What, what am I saying? But this laptop right here, this phone right here, that router over there, the TV over there, all with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also save on pay-per-views. Maybe you want to check out AEW without commercials. Maybe you miss the old WWE Network. Maybe you want to buy a big UFC pay-per-view with an overseas service at a much more affordable rate. NordVPN.com slash Fightful not only has you covered, but when you get one of their plans, you're effectively going to save yourself money, and I'm going to save you some more. Four months free on top of that deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.